Hello everyone, and thank you for coming back to yet another episode of The Glowing Paradigm. I am your host, Peter A.K.O.P.D. Dubuque, and this week going to be a very fun week for me because I get to cover a topic that I keep getting asked a lot. And I understand because it's a very prominent thing within the community, but it's just so strange how people keep asking me this question about how to go about it. So, what is it that I want to cover? I want to cover the one thing that's so synonymous in the Glovin community that so many people ask me questions on it, and that is the Glover's name. Or as I like to call it, the Glovesona. Yeah, I know, it's not really that good, so <laughs> I don't blame you if you think I'm a loser for saying the Glovesona, because who would honestly think there would be a smart idea to call the Glover's name a Glovesona? But, you know what, there are so many different fandoms, fan bases, communities out there that use pseudonyms for their names to be a part of the community, okay? You have the dance world, you know, especially in the street dance world, there are so many people that have different names. You have Peanut, Sea Tut, Starstream Tut, Space Odyssey, but whatever the names they want to come up with, and they usually add like Flow or Tut or Liquid at the, you know, within their names. Whatever the case may be, there are different communities out there that do provide pseudonyms for people to come be a part of. For crying out loud, if you guys know anything about the furry fandom and the ridiculously naming convention for their fursonas... Yeah, they're pretty crazy, and the Glovin community is no different. How dare you! When it comes to Glover's names, there are multiple different ways to go about it, but here's the thing, when it comes to your Glover's name, you are adopting your own persona for the Gloving community, or is also known as the Glovesona. Do you honestly think you're fucking funny? But, here let me give you the first thing I want to talk about with the Glovesona is the definition of what persona is. And the definition is a role or character adopted by authors or performers. You know, this can be anyone in like Broadway, or you can be an author who writes it into a story or into a screenplay, whatever the case may be. You take on this role of a person or an entity within whatever it is that you're doing. So in this case, you're taking on an identity to be part of the Glovin community. You know, this is this is the name that people are going to know you by. This is the name that when people say it, people are going to be like, oh, yeah. You know, that's that's the idea that you want. Okay. So why why is it so important for people in the Glovin community to have their own Glovesona? Well, why not? Why not recreate yourself and create an identity that you want for your gloving identity, okay? You want to create something that you can call your own and it can be nice and warm and fuzzy and you can just hug it all day and all night. Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Because it is your own creation, right? And I get it because that's how I was when I wanted my Glover's name. And there are so many notable people that their names basically became their Glovesonas. You cannot sit there and think that without this name, they would not have their persona, okay? Notable examples, in my opinion, are things like Gummy, Puppet, Tranquil, Materia, Jest, Tech, Chief Mario, Motion, Sea Juicy, and a couple other things that people have said in terms of Glovers that have really good names that are pretty much their personas. Papa Burgundy, Stunna, Squid, I would even put in the little caveat of Papa Panda. That's just, you know, 
those are the type of names. These are the names. These are the identities that these Glovers have taken on that you cannot sit there and know them without that name. Like, you know, you, you, you have the image of that person. You have the image of that identity as soon as you hear that name. That's the idea that when it comes to Glover's names is that you have a new identity that you get to call your own. And that's very important for people to understand because there are many reasons why people go with a Glover's name. And one major thing I want to cover is the don't be you, be you paradox. What the hell is even that? It's very simple. We're going to break this into two parts. There's the don't be you and be you parts. Okay, very simple. The don't be you part is what I talk about of not being yourself is not being yourself of how you project yourself in society. How you have this very front facing facade that you have to put on, you know, that little mask you have to put on for society in order for you to be deemed normal to work in society. You know, for some reason that has to be a thing. Hello darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. You know, that's, that's the part I'm talking about when it comes to don't be you. That is the outside ego that you have to put in front so you can interact with the people outside. All right. You don't need to be like that when you take on a Glover's name. You don't have to be that. You get to be whatever you want. And that's the perfect flawless segue into the next part, which is the be you part of the paradox. You get to be who you really want to be. You get to create that identity that you want to be. You don't have to have somebody force it down your throat to be an ident you know, to have that identity. You get to create this identity. You get to create this personality. You get to create this character that you have always wanted to be. Say what? There's a few caveats to that though. So let me get right into the another segue of creating your Glovesona. Stop it. Get some help. First things first, I want to cover the history about Glover's names and how people have gone about it. Okay. First thing you need to understand is where our upbringing comes from, which if you haven't noticed, yes, we do come from the rave scene. There's a lot of things we have adopted from the rave scene. The whole plur mentality is one of the major things that we adopted from the rave scene. Again, not saying that's a bad thing. It's actually a great thing. But there's other things we also adopted, like raver names. We adopted the same method about Glover's names in the past. Okay, so traditionally... Somebody is supposed to give you your Glover's name. This is a time-old tradition that has been traced back for thousands upon thousands of years. You know, when I was... <laughs> I can tell you the number of times of, like, church camping events that I've gone to that you're... You know, they had the same idea. Oh, your camping name has to be given to you. You know, no one can... You know, you can't give it to yourself. Somebody has to give it to you. You know, it's the same idea when it comes to Glover's name. Somebody has to give it to you. It's the traditional way. And there's nothing wrong with that. If if you want somebody to give it to you, that's great. Because there are some people that, you know, get names that are just perfect for them. And it just meshes with them so well. We see these methods happen in every other community-based, fandom, fan-based, whatever thing, you know, congregation you want to call that. People are given their names, and a lot of the times it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it works at the beginning, and then it kind of loses its flair after a while. It all depends on how it goes. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Another traditional example that has been adopted very recently is just choosing your own name. Okay? It's one of those things, like I said, you know, again, <laughs> look how the furry fandom goes about it. They create their own 
personas are also known as fursonas, if you're totally into that. Why are you bullying me? They create it themselves, and no one really bats an eye of how they go about creating it, and no one really says that, oh, you can't do that, you have to have the name given to you. That's No, that's not how it works, at least from what I can tell, because I'm not part of the fandom, so I wouldn't really know. <clears throat> Alright, moving on. <laughs> Anyways. So yes, choosing your name, this this is the opportunity for you to really etch your identity within the gloving community. You get to create who you wanted to be and who you always wanted to be in this community, whether it be a fictional character or not, or just a way to express yourself. This is your opportunity to be creative and be who you want to be. You get to create what you want to be in the community. So that is, those are the two traditional ways is, you know, choosing your name. One, the, hasn't really taken off but i will certainly tell you i really think it should is actually dedicating your name now i'm not just saying like your own glover name you don't have to just dedicate that you can also dedicate your team name which if you actually check on my conventions of team naming you know <laughs> i do dedicate it there as well so dedicating your name to somebody or something that you believe in whatever the case may be it's also a really good idea because it also reflects of who you are and what you actually stand for. So like, for example, I've dedicated my Glover's names to my husband, which I'm sure everybody knows who has listened to this channel or listened to this podcast for a long time now, know how my Glover's names came about. Wait a minute. Who are you? But I'm going to reiterate it for the new people. Okay. So I met my husband nine years ago. You know, we, we hit it off and things like that. Within a year after that, I decided I was going to dedicate my Glover's name to him because of how impactful he was in my life and how supportive he has been in my life. And I wouldn't be where I am today without his support, especially when it comes to this podcast. So I dedicated my Glover's name to him in this fashion. He served in the Navy for 10 years, and there's a particular ship that he served the majority of his career on called Dubuque. And it's an amphibious ship. It is decommissioned. It's sitting in one of the, the graveyards right now. I think it's up in Washington. I don't know for sure, but he does. Oh, good for you. But I digress. So I have dedicated my Glover's name to him in the fashion of naming my Glover's name after the ship he served on called LPD-8 Dubuque. Now, yes, I've also dedicated my team name to him. That's just how important he is to me. But it was also on the caveat that I wanted the team name to reflect his call sign as well for his ship. That way, when people see my Glover's name, they will see that the team name and the name of my Glover's name matches up to his ship. So if you need to understand is that LPD is literally the call sign for his ship class. Okay. And the number eight is his number. Okay. So LPD eight Dubuque, that was the ship, right? Three days later. And that's how I dedicated my Glover's name to him. Now, you probably, if you guys had to remember from my team naming convention episode that I talk about like how I came about the name it was a top-down design I wanted the acronym LPD so I had to figure out like all right what does LPD stand for lunar phantom drones no you know and uh, it, we went through a bunch of cycles and we settled on lights practically dance that's how you dedicate if you have somebody you know who's important to you and they have something important to them or there's something that that was a part of their history that you know shaped who they are that's how you kind of dedicate your glover's name to them that's just one example i'm not saying that you have to do it that way but you know there are other methods that you can think of when it comes to dedicating your name okay especially if 
you know, if it's like a a ideology or you know idea that they really identified with that you want to you know dedicate to, that's totally fine. But again, that kind of segues into the next part, which is the ideology of Glover's names. Okay, I can be perfectly honest with you. There really isn't any ideology to it, but I'm trying to bring some ideas to help you come up with your own Glover's name if that's what you so chooseth. So, one of the things I want to say in terms of ideology is a form of reflection when it comes to your glove sona. Stop right there, criminal scum! Uh, it could be a reflection of the style that you are in the gloving community. So if you're like a morpher and you want your name to reflect your morphing style, you know, you go with a, a name, a term that is reflective of the morphing style. If you like impacting as your style, you know, you can have your Glover's name reflect the impacting style. Now, I'm not saying that you should have your name be impact or, you know, in that fashion. But if you take like the term impact and you like change the name up so it reflects impacting, go for it. You know, contrast would be a very good name in my opinion. I know that sounds weird, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, again, Go check out my episode on impacting if you want to know more about contrast. Uh, another huge thing I want to say is, you know, adopting a philosophy that, you know, people use as their Glover's name. You know, you can have anything from Plato or Socrates or, you know, Galileo, depending on who you really want to subscribe to in terms of the philosophy. You know, uh, you know, Kant is another great person you can also adopt as well. But that's just another thing. Uh, another thing that also would be a good way of coming up with the Glover's name is, is reflecting your personality. You know, if you are a very bubbly, happy-go-lucky person, then you want your name to kind of reflect, you know, that kind of deal where you're a happy-go-lucky person, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, if there's just a very strong personality trait that people just know so much about you in terms of that personality trait, then maybe that trait should be your Glover's name because it reflects who you are as a person. You know your true self if that's the if that's the case which in my opinion i really hope it is reflecting your true self because that's what we want to see we want to see the real you not this fake you that you have to put on to conform to the dregs of society you know maybe that's what they want us to do is to be brainwashed and not know our own true identity and be our true self Conspiracy. yeah okay i'll stop that now <laughs> Uh, yes, but there are other things you can also take into consideration, like characters. You can adopt a character or create one of your own, whatever the case may be. I've created plenty of characters that people can adopt as well. There's ones that I have adopted as well. You know, if you like Legend of Zelda, take a character name from Legend of Zelda that people will recognize. You know, to create a character that you feel like would fit in a world that, you know, reflects yourself you know if you like the the legend of zelda series and you want to be part of the hyrule you know world then you'll know, have a character name that reflects being part of the world of legend of zelda you know you don't have to take an exact character's name but there are ways that you can go about that if <laughs> my younger brother would would wear shirts that are from my little pony to adopt character personas that way you know just as for fun so there are ways that you go about it you know what i mean Another huge thing I definitely want to say is that when it comes to your Glover's name or Glovesona is an impression that you leave. You know, it could be an emotion. It, it could be a, a, a gimmick or motif. It, it could be an expression of sorts. You know, there are there are so many ways that you can go about it. And there's ways of 
I feel like names have kind of subvert our expectations. Now, please understand this isn't a reflection on the individual itself. It is literally the name and the idea that I'm going to kind of lay out for you. So please understand that it is not pointing towards this particular person at all. It is just me using their name as an example to kind of get your idea thoughts flowing here. Okay, so if you look up the definition for the word vex, it means as a verb, to either annoy, irritate, agitate, whatever the case may be, you can use any of the synonyms at this point, but it is basically to annoy or to agitate or irritate. Why would somebody choose this name as their name? Well, there's, you know, there's probably a different bunch of other reasons that, you know, this person can tell me that nothing that I can think of, but I do find it interesting that if you choose a word like vex, where it means to annoy or irritate for your, your, your Glover's name, and you give an amazing show like Vex does, you know, that people are very pleased and enjoy. It subverts the expectation, right? Does that, if that makes any sense, you know, I, I feel like his name is subverting our expectation of what he's trying to do. That or maybe people say that it's annoying that he's so good that they can't get to his level so quickly. I, whatever the case may be is again, something I'm trying to get you guys to think about when it comes to your names, you know, why, why did this person choose this name and why do they go about it? Now, again, I need to disclaim, there's nothing, I'm not pointing or bashing on Vex, I'm just using his Glover's name as, as the point I'm trying to get across. Okay, so there are ideas that you can go about it. If you want to use, you know, terminologies that really help kind of subvert the expectation of what your show is all about and what your persona is as a Glover, then go with that. I've I don't know exactly why Vex chose the name Vex, but if that's the kind of like deep thought process that he went about it, kudos to him. I actually think that's a brilliant idea because it makes people think like, why, why did he choose this Glover's name as his Glovesona? Why, why did he go about this? Granted, he never told me. I don't think anyone really have asked him, but if he wants to kind of explain that, that's kudos to, you know, whatever the case may be, we may never know. I just thought it was very interesting when I was talking to people on the Discord chat about his, his Glover's name and, you know, how to start thinking about Glover's names in that fashion. Now, you know, if he just says it just sounded cool, that's okay too. There's just some names that sounded cool. In my opinion, Dubuque sounds really cool as a Glover's name, so that's kind of another reason why I went about it. But I'm just I'm just kind of pointing that stuff out. So, you know, I mean... It, kind of think about it that way so that's pretty much all of my episode for this week i do want to thank everybody who has listened to this episode to this point so far you guys are absolutely amazing i do want to thank everybody who is on the discord chat on worldwide's glovers group because you guys helped me out write out this episode and if it wasn't for you guys helping me out i probably wouldn't have gotten this far on this episode with a lot of the uh examples of notable glovers that have a glove sona basically you know what i mean you know, now granted, there are way more out there that I could have used an example, but these are the ones that people were popping up the most. Okay, so I kind of wanted to just throw this out there. But there's one major thing I will say. If you have a question that was not covered in this topic's episode, you do have the various outlets you can hit me up at. Run. First of all, I do have a Facebook page, which is aptly named The Gloving Paradigm. You can hit me up there. I'm always on there. You can always talk to me there. Now, granted, I will certainly tell you I've been staying off of Facebook, but what I mean by staying off of Facebook is I made shortcuts to my page and all the gloving groups so I don't have to go onto my own homepage and see all the crap that's going on. 
Okay, that's what I mean. But I still try to respond as quickly as I possibly can on there. Uh, when you guys send me messages, I do try to be responsive. Uh, I do have a username on Reddit under the username MuttonShopGuy. You can hit me up there. And I do have an email, which is MuttonShopGuy at gmail.com. I am also on Instagram, which is also MuttonShopGuy. Gee, I wonder if there's something going on about this guy in mutton shots. Maybe it's something. It could be a conspiracy. Why? 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 Anyways, I am also going to be on YouTube. I do have a YouTube channel set up and ready to go. I am going to be backlogging all of my episodes and putting them on there. Here's the thing I also wanted to, to talk about is that Thanks to the people on the Discord chat for giving me this idea. But I, as I'm backlogging these episodes, you will have visual aids to help explain what I'm talking about when it comes to the topics that I talk about. Because they have pointed out that somebody who's in franchise, say somebody who's been in the gloving community for about like a year or so, are going to understand what I'm talking about. But if it's somebody who's never been in the gloving community whatsoever, they're not going to have any idea what I'm talking about. And they're not going to be able to visualize what I'm talking about when it comes to gloving. So, thank you to everybody on Discord that made me realize that I should be doing that. So, as I'm backlogging these episodes, you will have visual representation of what I'm talking about. That way you guys can see what I'm talking about. Because I understand that gloving is a visual thing, not an auditory thing. You got to show, not tell. Thank you to the literary world for teaching me that. But yes, you do have those various outlets. Also, I do want to say that if you like the content that I create and you wish for me to make more, better content, please consider of... Donating to me on Patreon. As little as $1 a month, you will help me get to one step closer making my goal of $1,000 a month so I can do this full time. However, I do want to add a caveat onto this first goal of making it to $1,000 a month. Thanks to the people at Discord for pushing me to do this. But if I make it to $1,000 a month, I will shave off my mutton chops and plaster it all over the internet so everyone can see what my baby face looks like without the mutton chops. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Should I do it? Or will it ever happen? You decide. But yes, I... <laughs> yes, I will shave up my mutton chops, take pictures, and plaster it all over the internet if I make it up to $1,000 a month on my Patreon goal. So, please do consider supporting me on Patreon. All the links to my social media sites are going to be in the description below, along with my Discord. For my free Discord listeners, you can definitely hit me up there as well. You have all the various outlets you can hit me up at. Once again, I do want to thank everybody on the Discord chat for helping me out writing this out this episode and also giving me good ideas of what to talk about. If it wasn't for you guys continually showing up every night on the public labs on that Discord chat, probably wouldn't have a lot of things to talk about. So thank you to everybody who's always on there regularly. You know who you are. I want to thank everybody who has showed support to this page by liking the page and liking this channel so much. If it wasn't for you guys, I probably wouldn't have gone as far as I have. So thank you so much for your silent moral support. I absolutely love you guys. But I am your host, Peter, a.k.a. Dubuque. And I'll see you guys all next week.